Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central live post game. We got C Dub, Bobby Hayes, all in the building today. We're going to talk about the Bears getting a win in their first preseason game against the Kansas City Chiefs. What did we see? What did we like? What didn't we like? We'll get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bears Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, fellas, listen, this was a tale of two halves, really. Like, I think we all kind of didn't know what to make of the first half, like the way the offense was ran. It just felt, seemed very simplistic in nature, things like that. But I tell you what, I don't know if Luke Getzi listened to the post-game show, I mean, the <laughs> halftime show or not. He said, oh, they, they they calling me Nagy? They said I was Nagy? All right, let me show y'all something. Uh, what I'll say in this is, like, the, the, the play calling in the second half gave me way more – hope for what this offense could look like we talked about it in, at the halftime show maybe Lugetti was being a little bit more restrictive in the offense that he was running didn't want to risk it didn't want anybody to get hurt they just wanted to everybody to get in sync I tell you what he opened that offensive bag up in the second half and I tell you like the things that I saw in this offense again this is kind of the bones of it right it's not the the full playbook or anything I I thinking of like Mooney and Montgomery and 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 Komet being involved in this offense I'm super excited to see what this is like uh, when everything's going. Shout out to Jack Sanborn for the, for, for getting played. Yeah, that, that boy, listen, shout out to him. He needs to get the game. He definitely needs to take the game ball. He needs to sign that mug and put that that mug somewhere away. But, fellas, I'm going to turn it over to you guys. C-Dub, I'll come to you first, man. We talked about the first half. What did the second half give you that the first half didn't? Well, I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, they definitely took a careful first half, opened up the playbook a little bit in the second. I said in the first half that Simeon was playing like he was incompetent. He looked, he played very well in the second half. I'm gonna be fair. When I see it, fifteen quarterback rating overall yeah. in this game, uh, seven yeah. for thirteen for eighty nine yards, two touchdowns. So, yeah. yeah, I like what Abner did out there in that second half as well. He was we sort of talk the, about it. We're going to talk yeah. about yeah. <laughs> he sort of, You know, he was doing this thing out there. The offenses look, look, look pretty, pretty clean out there, man. A couple, uh, uh, he had a couple touchdown passes. My man, Simeon, I like the downfield attack they were doing. They was mixing in the run a little bit there. Uh, I like to see the tight end get involved a little bit more, but just think when we have Cole Komet out there, but overall, uh, you could just like my man, Hey said, just picture, um uh, the starting players in those positions uh yeah man we got a we got a good offensive scheme going on right solid off and and without having a quick uh threat like Velius out there as well but go ahead yeah. Bobby man what what did you think about the second half of this game and what looked different I mean, the second half was pretty good, just like y'all hit on, man. The offensive scheme, we definitely got to look. Probably not grasping all of it, but it was definitely good to see, like, hey, here goes some misdirection here. Here, he goes some things that we can hit up the scene. And it was a great play dial when my man's had that trips off to the right, had those receivers release, and then you had the one on the far right hit him with the corner route and then go ahead and capture that touchdown get those six points. So it was just good to see. And then you seen, you know, like some – uh I guess like a little jet sweep with Daz Newsom, get him on the edges and stuff like that. So that was pretty good. And then you got to see the defensive line apply some pressure and oh. get a couple sacks. And it was just good to see, you know, uh, Dominique Robinson, uh, yes. Mike Cornell, and then, God damn, Jack Sanborn? Who is Ooh. this guy? <laughs> Who Bro. is this guy? Bro. I like Bro, what I see. He was everywhere. Bro, that's a hey, if, if, if he was one of the people on the bubble, 
he may be getting a spot in that 53 man yeah. roster after some, exactly. some stuff like that. But go ahead, go ahead, C Dub. Hey man, Jack Sanborn even got the face of a football player. Y'all see that Rocky Marciano nose? That kid right there. <laughs> hey, I like him, man. Just uh keep giving him opportunities out there, man. It's always a great story That's that come true. out of these these preseason games. And I think it's starting off to be Jack Sanborn. We're gonna talk about Tevin Jenkins later, though. But I, I want to talk about this, right? And it's way too early in the season for too much speculation because we don't know what season Monty's going to have, nothing like that. But Khalil Herbert and Tristan Ebner together, what they're able to do. David Montgomery better have a, a great season because I tell you what, if he comes into these contract negotiations, he's had, only had a so-so season, he's gone. I can tell you that right. Yeah. And again, this is not me yeah. saying that I want that to happen. I love David Montgomery. like Absolutely. But just looking at the reality of it, you have Khalil Herbert, you have Tristan Ebner, two very talented running backs. If David Montgomery is asking for a lot of money, it probably it may not be coming to him because I'll tell you what, Trust, I keep saying Tristan too. Tristan Ebner, in what he showed in only six carries and in the passing game this this game, I need to get, see him get as many opportunities as possible. I don't know if he's going to be the third down back or not because that dude <sighs> is going to be a weapon in this offense Absolutely. for sure. Oh, man, that, that guy, he has to have a ball in his hands. Like, he got to get out there. He can make plays for you on the whim. Like, when there's nothing yeah. there, he can make something there, man. He's a firecracker. I like it. It's the first game. We got to see more, but it looks really good. I like Evan. And one, one thing we did not talk about in the first half, and this was a play that I wrote down that I did want to talk about, and then kind of in just my icky feeling over that first half, I forgot about it. <laughs> Equinamius St. Brown being used in the running game on that one play. I know we said that the yeah. offensive play calling wasn't the most – spectacular but if they're going to work a wide receiver with his size and quickness into the running game you know what that reminds me of a little bit and this is again we got to see it come i know where you're going you know where i'm going where am i, I going so no, the, the greatest show on turf they got okay. they got their wide receivers <laughs> involved in the running game and i'm not saying that this offense is even nearly able ready to do something like that but seeing that type of play calling as well has me interested in, okay, when you have all your weapons out there, because imagine Cole Komet and maybe Nikhil Harry, Byron Pringle run blocking, and you got Equinamia St. Brown running towards you off, off something like That's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Nikhil Harry, man, I feel bad for him, but EQ, yeah. he definitely a big receiver out there. He can make some holes and stuff. We'll talk about his... uh him taking away that that number two spot in a minute. Yeah. Oh, it's his. That, it's not taking it away anymore. That you it, 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 tie it up, put his name on it, have it in his locker ready for him. He's the number two wide. At least for That's now. Pretty. At least for yeah. now. How long? How long? Vellis Jones out. I mean, well, I think it's just day to day. No one who had any type of injury played today, so I think they're not. They didn't even risk it for anyone who was a little dinged up. They just like, listen, you gonna sit this one, take yeah. as much time to rest up. So I, it, I don't think I think Vellis Jones could have played today if it was. The regular season game, he would play. Okay. Yeah, because they didn't even play none of the 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 first three tight ends on their depth chart. So, but I mean, one yeah. thing I like to point out: I know it's early, but man, the discipline looks pretty good. Oh, I was gonna say the yeah. discipline on the team looks pretty good. The guys, at least on yeah. even the second string and the third string player, knew where the hell they were supposed to be on both sides of the ball. So it looked like the coaching staff has been working. I know it's still early. I know it's still preseason. I know it's one game. 
You know what I'm saying? But at least it's a step in the right direction from where we came from. Oh, oh man, what a great point, nephew. Because uh, with Nagy, it felt like it was a substitute teacher in the classroom. And, you know, <laughs> you had all type of uh, penalties, dumbass personal fouls. But it don't seem like you feel maturity with this team. Yeah. You just feel it. Ava Flew's okay. Don't you see the tackling? The tackling was tremendous today. Bro. The listen, tackling was tremendous. Listen. I think outside of one play, it was it's been solid. Outside of yeah, outside of one or a couple, like tackling very solid. And I like the way that this defense swarms the ball. It's never yes. you never really caught anybody out on the island by themselves. There was always somebody to help out. Um, the, the deep, I said it. The, the defense is 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 going to be way ahead of the offense. The offense is going to come yeah. along over the course of the season. Like and God forbid we we get Mr. Cuckoo himself, Roquan Smith, to actually sign a contract to come back. <laughs> I I have I have high hopes for this defense. High high hopes for this defense. Hey, I want to say in the first half too with the with the starters that started. I think they played pretty well too. Uh, it was just an elite, uh, all world quarterback that made plays when the play broke down. I think they played uh yeah. pretty good in the first half. Oh, for sure, for sure. So let's talk about those two touchdowns. So Simeon did throw two touchdowns. Both those touchdown passes, one and I forgot who caught the second touchdown pass. It was Daz Newsom. Yeah, Daz, Daz Newsom. Yeah. Both the touch, both the touchdown passes in this. Uh, yeah, we know Simeon's not going to be our starting quarterback. So I'm looking more towards what the, what uh, Tristan and Daz did with those catches. And I like that they were they executed. You could tell that that's what the way that those plays were drawn up. They executed very well. They were they were where they were supposed to be. What is that? What do you think this team is, is going to have the capability to score more than what we've seen the Chicago Bears be able to do the last three years? Oh, man, I would say so. Uh, this uh, just the first preseason game. This look uh, a head and shoulders above the last season. Like guys are running down the field. It looks like a lot of people were open. Most of the time, uh, Simeon missed some in the, in the first half. That's why I was talking shit. But but in the second half, he, hey man, he really showed out. Those receivers, they were disciplined. They ran their routes. They didn't venture off to other uh, activities. I just love it. I just love what I seen today. I just love it. Yeah, Shout out so to Ibra Flute. Listen, man, Ibra. But I, I, I always, I'm pessimistic, right? I've been a Bears fan for 35 years, and out of those 35 years, we've had offenses that have sucked basically every 30, all those 35 years. So I'm a bit <laughs> pessimistic with it. But we were, we were really excited. The first season with Nagy, people thought that Nagy was going to be Man. great, right? So I need to see about two seasons from Flukes before I'm ready to. to but yeah. I, I believe in it more. I believe in the way that he's empowered yes. the players, the way that people talk about him, everything. It just it seems like it's a lot more positivity out there. Uh, but Bobby, I was about to go to you. You've been kind of quiet so far this post game show, bro. What 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 are you? Where you? Where you, it seems like you're still trying to process what you saw today. I mean, for for the most part, I think that uh, Matt Eberflus so far has a hand on his team. Um, we already know what he's been saying. I mean, what's been said about him that he's a guy that pays attention to detail, and so far, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm saying that has over these, uh, you know, over this game. And to me, that's pretty damn good. You want to continue to see that with the players. You want to see that with the coaching staff. You want to see, you know, uh, these players rise to the occasion. And man, yes. it was just good to damn see. Like, it's you are we already know who gonna be some of those top three or four wide receivers, but to see those guys come in and compete, play hard, and as you said, swarm to the football and defensive side, that tells me that these guys really want to play for this guy. This guy is somebody who's basically he received a lot of high praise while he was with the Indianapolis Colts. 
So there, yeah, you just it's just good to see, you know, at least so far. You know, we want to see once once some adversity hit the team, you know, once the regular yeah. season start yeah. in game one, game two, so on and so forth. When adversity had a team respond, where they continue to play hard. And we know that he'll get on your ass if you don't finish the play. You play into the whistle. You don't play until you think somebody down. You play into the whistle. So, so far, so good. Um, I'm not going to jump ahead of the gun, but I like, I'm like. i liking what I see so far. You know what I'm saying? So, that's pretty much wrapping it up in the whole little bind for me. Yeah, yeah. And as my camera goes out. But uh, it, it's been a – it's it's been a, a – and interesting, like since training camp, like two weeks, two, three weeks of training camp to this game, finally get to it and see it. Because that first half, like I said, it, I was I was down on it. And the second half, it gave me a lot more positive. But we talked, we've been pretty positive so far, right? Well, let, let's 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 be honest in this, man. Who 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 sucked the most today? Kevin <laughs> Jenkins to me is like at this point, boy, just shut this set down and shut up, bro. Like, oh like we and we talked about it one time. What what draft picks could we get from somebody? Hey, listen, if Tevin Jenkins don't make this team, it's a cut. I don't even know if we can trade him right now because that oh. man looks incompetent. And I'm sorry, I hate to shit on anybody <laughs> for doing what they love, but come on, man. Every and it, it started uh, for a while that I would literally just watch what he was doing, and it it's like he's. I see P, uh, kids execute better in pee wee football than I saw. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna say? have to, I'm gonna have to piggyback on you, man, and say. Man, Tevin Jenkins. Oh boy, you call him Drake. I'm gonna call him Champagne Poppy. You yeah. were not. You were not good. How could you be the worst player of the game? Like, you know, you got the most valuable to play. You the most shittiest player of the game today. Like, it was glaring. Every play, you looked like you was out of position. You were getting blown by. Um, you were making penalties. Like. Dude, Tevin Jenkins, dude, this was awful, dude. You might be on the verge of getting cut after all that noise you just caused this offseason, dude. Awful. Absolutely. And I'm gonna I'm gonna follow back behind Mike on this one, right? Mustafer as well. Like yeah. Sam Mustafer at times, and this was just like, hey, bro, like um, you do know that this is a game, right? Like you get right. paid to do this, right? You do know that, like <laughs> Here we go. I, bro, I I don't I don't and I and I don't mean to pick on that the offensive line or anything like that, bro. But it was just like it was at times where it was just it was it was glaring is all I'll say. It was definitely glaring. Hey, yeah, and glaring for me. Go ahead, nephew. Go ahead. Yeah, nephew. Glaring for me as well, man. I mean, yeah, I okay. You know, it, it was it was just not a good start. But I get it because you know he missed some some time. But I mean, it is preseason. But me, I'm I'm a if you put if you on the field, you got to show up. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. That that's just me. If you if it's if basketball, if you're on the court, you gotta show up. You know what I'm saying? You can have off games or next play mentality type thing, but you gotta show up, bro. And this is his moment to prove it. You already been, you know, saying put down the depth chart by somebody by a rookie. You know what I'm saying? No knock on a rookie because he came in and worked his ass off. But Tevin Jenkins, you supposed to be coming in trying to prove your point. You know what I'm saying? That's just my opinion about Tevin Jenkins, but overall. He was the person that stood out the most outside of all the other players. Because I believe even with Daz Newsome muff punt, he still came back and made some yes. damn plays. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. He got passed by. Like again, I don't want to. We we know all the stories, but it's like you. Because I still want like. I still want to believe in the potential, right? They they like he was drafted with a second round pick. I still want to believe 
in the potential. But uh, man, listen, it's it's some questions there. One thing we didn't talk about at all in the first half was was special teams. Anything stand out to you guys in special teams at all? Oh, yes, the punter has a golden fucking leg. <laughs> you gonna put that motherfucker inside the every time? Yeah, this kid is a. We got a magic foot. I love the punter. That's crazy. And the thing is, is between the <laughs> yeah. punting and then the defense playing solid, you can see this offense getting good field position a lot of times in in like in the regular season because the defense does their job. But like you said, that punter, boy, does that dude have have a leg? <laughs> he got a yeah, man. <laughs> that's very. It was very impressive, man. I mean, then that's gonna be that's gonna be good for the defense, man. Because I think I think the defense once they start coming around, it's gonna look real. Spicy, you know what I'm saying? I already said middle of the pack at the minimum. You know what I'm saying? So I believe that the, the defense, they just going to come around. And like you said, hey, they're going to come around a lot faster than the offense. But I still think that the offense, with the way, once they start opening it up more, let Justin Fields be him, let them curate some some uh, action off them bootlegs and stuff like that. I think the team going to click. Give it a few weeks, bro. Give it a few weeks. For sure, for sure, for sure. WHC talks about, Bobby, what you said earlier, no penalties. Who are these guys? Listen, they're disciplined. Discipline, baby. Eberflu's got, hey, listen. Don't play that stuff, man. Listen, and it's good to see, right? You get no penalties, that's going to put you in the best situation possible, especially when when we're still working. Our offense, like I said, it's it's probably going to be between week three, I mean, week four, week five, before this offense really starts clicking, but it kind of is what it is there. Um... As Chainmail says, I didn't get to see the game, fellas. Did Charles Snowden get some good reps? He had a few plays. He he tried. He yeah, missed. He could have had a sack. He missed one though. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna knock him for that. You got to complete that, man. Against that quarterback right there, back there. But yeah, he got some reps, man. You know, let's talk about that too. One thing, like I know we talked about the the defense as a whole, right? How did you guys feel about the pressure on the quarterbacks today from the defense? Oh. Oh, man, they were tremendous today, if you want to talk. I think they got five sacks today, uh, not counting all the pressures they had. They had some hits on uh, Patrick Mahomes early. Uh, I, I'm really impressed with the pressure that we had, especially those two ends, Gibson and, and, and Mohammed. They were, yes. were, they were yes. very good. Four, yeah, so four, uh, four sacks uh, today, seven four tackles sacks. for losses, and six co- uh, quarterback hits today. That's pressure. Yes. That's yes. pressure. What do the young people say? Am I pressure? The Bears defense is pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you it know, was just good to see, bro. Thing, oh, it, listen, it, it the defense. I and I and I was saying that early in the season, and you know there there were people in the comments, like in some of the earlier videos when we started this channel. I'm like, I'm really not worried about the defense. Yeah, we lost no. Khalil Mack. Yeah, we lost some big names, but for some reason, I just never had like this huge concern. With the, with the defense, and yeah, it's only preseason. We got to see how it continues to evolve. We got to see it for in actual uh, regular season games and stuff like that. But I I just I think that Eberflus coming in is going to stop that slide that this defense has been on for what like the last three years. We've been on a yep. slide defensively, yes. so I really yeah. do think that it's going to even out this season. Maybe even get a little bit better, and then we're going to continue just keep building upon that over the next upcoming seasons as well. Yeah, definitely. Agree, and then the discipline—you know, I already know—that's a big thing. They time out in the last few years. Matt Eberflus had, was the least penalized defense in 2019 and 2021. Oh, that's good news right there, boy. Good news right there. Yeah, good news. One thing, and shout out to that—you know, Getsy, keep that play, whatever you did in the second half. Keep that play call in the second. 
Thing. Yes. Oh, oh yes. Awesome. Please. Yeah, please, dude. Damn. No Axe Madden yeah. button, please. <laughs> uh, Ishmael says, uh, Kramer did pretty good. Looks like we may cut some O-linemen and sign a couple of more. The o <laughs> I don't even know, bro. Like, I honestly just think at this point it's just that they're going to roll with who they who they got. Like, they made the two two veteran signings to come in. There are some more veteran linemen still out there available. I, honestly, they could try to bring in and get rid of some of the younger guys, but I don't, I don't. I just don't know if that if that's what they're gonna do. But the the O line was better in spots, right? And yeah. Braxton Jones did get picked on. We knew it was gonna happen, even though he's yeah. shown promise. He got picked on. They're gonna attack him early. They're gonna force his development. Other teams like it makes sense. It's a rookie lineman. You're going to attack him. That's what you do. Um, and how he responds to this, what he learns from this, and, and goes into the second preseason game with what he learns from the preseason as a whole going into the regular season is going to be telling. But I don't know if the Bears do make any significant cuts and signings. What do you guys think? Um, I don't know either. I would just to say, like to say that I was very unimpressed with the offensive line as a whole today. Uh, there is some standouts. I like Braxton Miller. Braxton Miller, even though they challenged him, he didn't, you know, Jones. he has some moments. Braxton Jones, I'm sorry about that. Uh, he did, he did, he he fought bad. He has some moments in there. So uh he's a rookie, so you you know you gotta grade him on grade him on the curve. Now the rest of the guys, uh, we gotta get that together. It's gonna take some time uh throughout the regular season for, for, for sure. they become a well cohesive unit. But I was very they was the uh I would say that unit was the unit I was least impressed of. Okay, you know, first line. string or second string though? Whole uh, offensive uh, line. Okay, total. As a whole. As a, as, as a whole a unit, just okay. Yes, for me, for me, for me, if we, if we, I'm gonna break it down between first string and second string. I think first string wasn't all that bad, to be honest. I believe is what you said is promising for the first string. The second string, I feel like you can point, pull some, a few people here and there, but I believe that the first string is already going to be solidified once you get uh, Lucas Patrick back. That's the only addition you're gonna add back that's to another, that first yeah. string, and I think yeah. I think they just build off of that. And I think that, uh, like you said, Hayes, going back to what Braxton Jones was able to respond to during this game and what he was going to be, how fast he's going to be able to learn during the regular season will be essential for this Bears offensive line. Simply because on one of the plays, the man went up for a block and then did a hook block and made a good block, uh, all those block blocks, but y'all get the point. He made some good plays, man. That was good reactions from a rookie who was being attacked the entire time, you know, while he was out there. So that was good on his part. And don't overlook, like, I know, like you say, like, it's easy to think, well, one player coming back, how much does that change it? Lucas Patrick coming in as a veteran and being and being another veteran president, 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 presence, <laughs> I, I can't talk today, presence <laughs> on that offensive line, I think is going to do wonders for them. Like, that's why you see, like, the Bears, surprisingly enough, ESPN ranked the Bears offensive line at number 11 after we got the veterans. You know why that is? Because veteran offensive line, like, being seasoned with veterans, I mean, on that offensive line is important. And I think you, you once you have another presence like Lucas Patrick out there, I, I think we're going to see a lot of those those little things that, that kind of irritated us this game are going to calm down, go away. And Braxton Jones, listen, he learned almost every play he was out there. I that that man has a bright a bright future. Like so, even though he absolutely. didn't he didn't have his mess ups, I can't really judge him too hard for it. He's a rookie in his first preseason game, and he showed that he learned from those within the same game. Now that's yes, true. yes, yes. And absolutely. he got one of the most critical jobs. You got to guard Justin Fields' backside. Yes. You have a critical job, my boy. So you definitely got to be on your shit.
for sure for sure we're gonna go steve-o here muhammad is, is a former call so he's gonna get before everybody muhammad can help roquan if he signed that uh good damn player he is that good like muhammad being familiar with the system being a veteran i know like people said like it's, well as Travis gibson is a better player than him overall I still don't even know if I necessarily believe that. Like, I think that they're more even than what we think. And I think what what may push Muhammad over there is his familiarity with it. And yeah, him ha having Robert Quinn, Muhammad, Roquan when he comes back. Like, listen, if Roquan comes back to this team and even without it, it's there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks on their ass this season. It is. Just put dude, it front. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of quarterbacks on their ass playing the Chicago Bears this season. Them jerseys you know ain't going to stay clean this season. And you can see those those uh, Kansas City Chiefs quarterbacks. They were seeing ghosts after a while. <laughs> after they were getting hit after a while. You can look and see that they were seeing ghosts. Hey, yeah, listen, I, that's why I say I just need Kyrus Tonga to tackle somebody one time. You can't tell me. <laughs> if, you get, if, you get, if you get tackled by somebody the size of Tonga, like you would literally be looking at where he's at every other time he's on the field. Because like, I don't want that motherfucker to tackle me again. For real. I don't want it. Keep him away from me. Oh, but so we'll Big see. guy, boy. That's a big guy. Mike, Michael says uh, Jenkins fared better in the run game. I do. It's it's Agreed. marginal, but I do think he did better uh, in the run game than the pass yep. game. You don't think so, C-Dub? Uh, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> he was running past defenders like he was supposed to. It looked like he was supposed to block them. Like, I don't know, bro. Tevin Jenkins will look a little. Do we have another? <sighs> Can I call nephew? Can I call no, him? No, no, no. <laughs> what, what was he about to call him? To can call I call him, him the T word? The T word. <laughs> you silly, bro. Because he called Tony Bradley the B word. So he's oh, trying man. to call Tevin no, Jenkins. Well, Tevin Jenkins definitely not has yet, a chance to be, to be the Cristiano Felicio of the office. <laughs> oh, that's the day, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mojo in the building says, do you think we can thrive steadily without Roquan being available, depending uh the worst outcome, knock on wood? We'll be okay. I think we'll, we'll be, be okay. Nick, we'll be Nicholas Morrow is a great two, right? He's not he's, – you don't necessarily want him as your best linebacker out there, but I do think that Nicholas Morrow – with he's he's going to be able to do enough out there if we keep seeing the type of defense that we saw today that it's mm -hmm. it, again we're going to miss him i'm never going to say we're not going to miss roquan smith if he does end up leaving but i do think that uh he's going to be able to do enough to where we're not like there's this huge glaring hole in our linebacker yeah. core now so yeah, yeah i got a question for y'all okay yeah so I know it's all speculation, it's rumblings and stuff like that with uh, mm -hmm. Roquan Smith and his contract and him being dissatisfied, don't believe in the front office. So Heavy.com threw something out there if the Bears are looking to trade. So I'm asking, would y'all trade, if possible, if everything match up with picks and players and stuff like that, would y'all trade Roquan Smith for Chase Claypool since the Bears are struggling with some wideouts? Mm, yes. Yes. If we have to trade him, yes. Is we getting draft picks and like some more players? Yes. That he, uh, the guy, the the writer threw out uh, Chase Claypool and like a third, I mean, like a third day pick. So it's probably like a fifth round or something like that. I don't know about that. That way, I pull up. I'm saying, uh, with, with how toxic this is it. going. I definitely, I would probably pull it. I probably, I'm, I'm not like immediately hitting the red button, like, yes, deal. But I'm like, 
It's something to think I'm, about. I'm, I'm, spend, I'm spending about 24 hours and seeing, hey, man, what can we get anything similar to this? No, not really. Hey, can, can we get a fourth? Or can you can you go, give us a fourth? Right. If, you can, if you can convince them to go up to a third, yes. go, absolutely. That's if you can gone. convince them to go up to a third, it's you do that hands down. No, that's where you hit the button. You be like, Bob yes. Roquan will drop you off at the airport. Don't <laughs> All right, man, we got Marvin the Motivator in the building. He says, Bears offensive line needs work. First preseason game I know, but the first offensive possession sack. But first defensive possession. Touchdown Kansas City. They did get pressures. Look, Marvin Marvin needs a podcast, but I don't know if Marvin. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Marvin, the detailed is. And the funny thing about Marvin is he literally, he uses not that many words, but he gets his point across. He knows exactly what he's thinking. I agree with everything you said in there, uh, Marvin. Everything you said. Agreed. I think that, but I, Marvin, I'm gonna tell you, I think the defense played pretty good. I think we was going against an all-time quarterback in that first possession, and like he definitely came through. And like when the play broke down and hurt the hurt the Bears, yeah. but, so I think they did really good. Yeah, agree. I think the I think the secondary was definitely able to keep a lot of the coverage in front, and then when plays broke down, as you said, the man just made a play. So you can't yeah. knock him. He definitely, you know, upper echelon of the quarterbacks for sure. So my homeboy. Sure. Uh, Mike says, y'all think any of our nickels be will be healthy enough to play Thursday versus Seattle, or are we rolling with DHC again? I honestly think that's why you saw a lot of players that were dinged up, not necessarily hurt, not playing this game because they have a short week. And we are back mm-hmm. Thursday against Seattle. I think you see Bellius. I see. think you probably see Kyler Gordon. I, see, I think you see a lot of those players in the next game. They did, With them already being a little bit dinged up, why risk it when you have a short week? Our second preseason game is right around the corner. I think that that's that's where we're going to see those guys. And I think we're, I, I'm really excited to see what this offense like with Bellius Jones in there at the slot. But I'm also, I think we're going to I think we're going to have everybody back by then to answer your actual question. But go ahead, Bob. I mean, Oh, I'm so I'm excited to see um, Kyler Gordon. Like Man. they say, he gonna line up at the nickel. He gonna play nickel. That's what they saying. Yeah. But y'all think he can be the uh, second cornerback, or is they gonna probably go with Lamar Jackson? Oh, I think Lamar he will Jackson be play. It's all said and done. Okay. I, no, okay. I think Gordon's gonna be the second quarterback when it's all said and done. Um, I, I mean, we've been uh, even Flus has talked about it a little bit in the offseason. It depends on really the matchup. He's used Gordon in, as the two. He's used him in the nickel. Um. And it may be a way to bring him along slowly, see how he's actually taking that defense is, is to, to br- put him at the nickel. But listen, this is whatever he slides in. We'll see a lot of him. Yes. Agreed, man. You don't fuck around with that. That guy got a lot of talent, and you definitely want your secondary to build some continuity and be good as a unit. Uh, good showing today, by the way. But definitely don't screw around with that, man. I definitely – third. I think Thursday we get a little bit more action. We get a little bit more to put of the playbook, so it should be exciting. Oh, you think Justin played Thursday? Y'all, y'all yes. for sure he'll play. Yeah, Justin's okay. playing Thursday. Justin's yes, playing then you Thursday. sit out that third, that third game and, and chalk it up. Yeah, ready for the yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. So definitely think that. Uh, Mojo in the building. He says uh, that's by Mooney in the first. Jones playing the opposite Pringle slot. St. Brown could be deadly. I'm geek. So, I, listen, I think I think Jones is going to be in the slot personally, but I get what you're getting at. What do you What do you think about that, fellas? Um, this is what I wanted to say. Uh, it was it was this big thing this season is Mooney a number one. I'm gonna tell you what that catch was a number one receiver catch because he really just lobbed that 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 thing up and Mooney went up and got it with his 160 pound self. So I gotta give it to him, man. 
He made a number one receiver catch today. Okay, let's go, Mooney. Yeah, it's gonna be that's definitely what Mooney is going to have some catches this season that I I guarantee you you're gonna wind up on ESPN's top ten a few times. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like this one might be on there today. Oh, today is definitely on there today. That ain't it's on there today. What do you so? What do you guys think about the fact that we're playing all three preseason games? In actually two weeks, it's fourteen days. We're playing three games over fourteen days. Ooh, like that's that, like I understand that they got rid of the fourth preseason game, but if you if you're gonna have them play three games in fourteen days, fam, like it's that's a bit tough, bro. Yeah, you feel we're, we're not seeing we're not seeing any starters. In, I'll tell you what, that game against Cleveland, the Browns, don't even worry, don't tune in, yeah. don't I'm not telling y'all, <laughs> don't even worry about it. It's gonna be an ugly game. You ain't gonna see no starters out there. Tristan Thanks. Ebner's probably gonna have about two hundred yards rushing because <laughs> run, 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 and that's gonna be it. I'm telling you, they're, both teams are just gonna be like, how much time can we run off the clock in one possession? How much time can we like take all the time in the world? All of them. Yeah, I don't like that's that. I mean, three games in fourteen days is crazy. Damn, yeah, man. They, they, you they doing, doing it. It's a lot of collisions and shit in a in, in a 14-year period hitting against people, momentum course towards you, your momentum going toward. I don't know. The possibility for injury is too great. But I guess we gotta live through it. Uh, like my man said, they, they don't expect shit in that third game. So oh, yeah, we just hope we just make it out we gonna, there. We we gonna be on here on that on that post game show like <laughs> hey, um uh, uh, what's what was the quarterback's name? Bobby Fitt. <laughs> who the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, yeah, Grace. Uh, Y'all know who it is. <laughs> check that. Y'all check know who's going to be out there. Cognac Mace, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be hilarious to see you, fam. Uh, but let's go ahead and look at this, some more of the comments. Oh, man. That is hilarious. Mojo says, get this to pull up. I think we're going to be underrated this uh, year. I'm giving us at least seven games. I don't Ooh, think seven games balling. is underrated, bro. Like, damn, damn you low ball. They gave us four wins, though. They gave us four wins, bro. This is true. Four wins. Oh man, I think seven games. I think they could get nine games. I think they could get nine easy. And and I think it's up. Like, I don't think it's gonna be below nine. They could get a possibly like 10, 11 games if if they everything comes in at the right well, time. They do that. Nah, they 10, 11 games. To the playoffs? If, if yeah. the Bears get 10 or 11 games this season, yes. that hey, yeah. that's probably us making the playoffs. It's definitely making the playoffs. We going to be geek, bro. Like that that listen. <laughs> 10 or 11 games this season? Oh man, listen. I, the video I'm going to have for I'm going to have a, a a video for every <laughs> analyst and every sports media outlet period. They going to be like this nigga is killing everybody. Yes, I'm killing all you motherfuckers. Let the Bears get ten wins this season. Let them get ten wins. Y'all thought y'all thought I cooked uh, old pickle face last season for the Bulls. Wait, if if the Bears get ten wins this season, I'm cooking somebody. Everybody in the media. Cap Cap is getting cooked too. I'm. Listen, matter of fact, we ain't seen Cap today. Look, there, there, goes, there goes there uh, oh, goes no! David Cap. <laughs> David Cap. We got David Kaplan popped up on the show. Shout out to David hey, Kaplan for, show, for hey. coming through the sh- Chicago Bears. Season. Shout out to David Kaplan. That's David before he put his cocoa butter on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. This man. man. Hey, man. Shout out to David Kaplan for going ahead and coming through Chicago Bears. We definitely appreciate you coming through, bro. Uh, 
Uh, Corey says the Bears play very conservative today, which I understand being the preseason. You don't want to show a lot, but let's go. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I think when you look at the play calling in the in the second half versus the first half, they definitely played it conservative. And I think this playbook is a lot deeper than what we realize for sure. Yeah, definitely. They definitely was trying to be very careful with uh, Justin Fields. I expect them to be a little bit outgoing. Uh, in the next game, uh, just a little bit. Damn, that third down is just stuck in my head. What the yeah. hell? I was yeah, like, I I'm about to call man Matt Nagy. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> that was a bad play second call, game, bro. It was a bad play call, but I think yeah. I think it was that. I believe you said it in the halftime uh, uh, hangout, bro. That it was basically a play just to get Justin Fields uh, off the field, man. Pretty much. And I'm going to chalk it up to that until otherwise. But I think in the second game, these guys play uh, one half and then call it a night, and then we'll see the rest of the guys in the regular season once we go ahead and beat San Francisco. And, bro, I'm sticking to it. You seen him after – I'm sorry. But you seen the offensive coordinator after he called that play? He knew it was a shitty call, too. <laughs> he knew it. You should have seen his face. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they, they did that to get him out the game. Like, I, as much as I killed that play call, thinking about it, like being uh, stepping away from it and being logical, I'm like, they was just trying to get fields off. Yeah, off get him off the field, field man. That's at the fifty, they just he was at the That's midfield. Uh, Mojo says Cap gonna pull up on y'all. Listen, let Cap tell roll his his, his pasty what? ass up in here. I tell you what, I guarantee you his life changed, and I guarantee you that. <laughs> I guarantee you that. That's all I can say. With he gonna one. pull up. He gonna pull up to talk about it. That's what he gonna do. <laughs> That's <laughs> all he gonna do. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, but any anything left, man? Uh, before we go ahead and shut down this post game show, y'all got anything left that y'all want to touch on? Yeah, uh, just really quick. Uh, okay. Our, my first taste of uh, Matt Eberflus. Uh, I like what I see from the man. He got his team tackling better than what we seen last season. I think they were more more disciplined. Uh, the philosophy out there that they're running, I, I I like it. It's nothing bad. I do not see this. Is my last quote. I don't see a bad team out there. I do not. And shout out Jack Sandburn. What the hell? Come on, bro. Shut like Sam, listen, 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 listen. We're gonna see a lot of him in game three, too. In yes, we're gonna see a lot of that man. That's gonna, that man gonna be all over the field trying to earn that uh that last spot. Um, but uh uh so we got one tough guy, tough guy. That's who he says, you know, uh, you know, let's revisit the idea of Roquan for Claypool. Who does the Bears look at a short-term replacement replacement season-wise and long-term via draft? Well, I think it, the short-term replacement isn't tomorrow. Like, that's what that's what they're going to do. They're going to rely on him a little bit more heavily. He's going to play more. Um, as far as long-term, I, I won't even lie to you. I haven't even started looking at next year's draft. No, I haven't even started. No way. Like, let's start this. See, I probably won't start looking at next year's draft probably until about week 12. I'm just going to be honest with you. Facts. We got a, we got a while before I start looking at it. Facts. Oh, man. I don't think nobody looking for a replacement that far ahead, big dog. Listen, listen, we we analysts, but we don't get paid to do this full time. So I have not put that much time into it as of right now. I'll start I'll start looking and getting my prospects together around week 12, week week 13. Uh, but yeah, I, I have no idea who they look at in the draft. None. None. I, I can't even tell you, bro. Couldn't even tell That's you. That's when we'll take it. But hey, shout out to the team, man. I'm taking any win we can get preseason, backyard football, go ahead and do a family day football. 
I don't give a damn. A win is a win. I'm a competitor, so shout out to the goddamn team. The biggest thing that I love today was the discipline on both sides of the ball. These guys look like they want to play for Eberflus. Eberflus look like he ain't about that, 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 uh, that nonsense. So go ahead and keep it up. Um, and uh, Luke Gassy, let's open up that playbook next game for a little uh, bit. Justin Fields. Just a little bit, and then go ahead and sit him down, and let's go ahead and get ready so we can go in there and we can beat these 49ers when they come to the city. And, uh, hey, one last thing before we go. That field, y'all ain't putting oh, no water on that shit. Bro, y'all ain't putting no water on that shit. That shit dirt. Y'all, that ain't, that's, a, that's the Windy City. Why the field look like y'all hey. in the desert? <laughs> Bro, I see that that was trending. They were talking about our field, man. Elton John, keep your ass off the soldier field if you ain't going to clean up after you leave. Boy, big head ass. Bro, listen, man, I'll tell you what. They literally said, hey, man, how's the field looking? Uh, like, Probably like Saturday. Probably like, how's the field look? I'm going to today, Saturday. Friday, how's the field looking? Hey, man, fuck that field. All right. For real. We're going they to Arlington anyway. <laughs> bro, exactly. they feel like, oh they, they feel, oh y'all moving to Arlington. Have fun on this field all season. We ain't doing shit. Really? You want us to water it? We ain't got no water. It's Chicago. We ain't got no water. Bro, that yeah. feel look like the lot uh on 68th and East End where we used to play football, bro. That is hilarious, man. But uh, man, hey, like like Bobby said, good to get a win. It feels good no matter what the win is. The Bears got a win. That makes that makes life a little bit better when the Bears get a win. That's all, bro. Period. I'm gonna make sure my camera's all the way charged next time I turn. I left it on between halftime hangout. That's why it's dead. So you motherfuckers can't see me. But nevertheless, (laughs) you can feel me. You can feel me. Matter of fact, matter of fact, before we go. Let's go ahead and just give another shout out to David Kaplan for coming to do the show. Shout out to David Kaplan. <laughs> Crip keeper looking down, boy. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man. But thank you so much for joining us on Chicago Bears Central. You can catch these post game shows after every game, even third. Man, listen, I didn't realize we got it. We got another game Thursday. Bust. So we'll be Busting, here. Y'all. And it doesn't start till 8 p.m. Eastern. So we're going to be on this mug at, at midnight on Thursday <laughs> with a live stream after that game. But nonetheless, make sure you follow <laughs> us at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. Y'all make sure you go check out them Kanye boys over on the Shy Bulls podcast as well. That's it from us. Peace, y'all. Bear Shout down, motherfuckers. <laughs> you keep talking crazy, boy. <laughs> <laughs>